0: New, new, new black, new, new black Wall Street Book Club. Evan Jefferson, brother, much love. Educating, elevating, because in knowledge is the power and will never give it up. Literature is for the masses Where to put your money down a how to watch your assets Yeah, uplifting others is a passion My brother Evan, he will turn it into action New Black Wall Street Book Club You should come read with, with, us. Read with us Yeah, we comprehend and discuss yeah. if we all just come together There's no limit for the us, limit for us. Huh. Here comes your host New Black Wall Street Book Evan, Club. take it away Black Wall Street New Black Wall Street Book Club, <laughs> New Black Wall Street Book
1: Club. Welcome to the New Black Wall Street Book Club, where black folk do read. If you put it in a book, we absolutely will find it. I'm your host, ERGJ, your certified financial educator, CEO of ERGJ Enterprises, ERGJ Black Bazaar, and international best-selling author of the book, The Black Billionaire's Club. It's a study of black wealth. It's a study of the 12 richest black people in the world today and how they built their wealth. And I just believe that if you want to be wealthy, you should study. Wealthy people. We can find that book by going to the website www.TheBlackBillionNetsClub.com www.TheBlackBillionNetsClub.com You'll find that link in the description above or below. In today's episode of the New Black Wall Street Book Club, we continue along in our journey into the book What Makes the Great Great Strategies for Extraordinary Achievement by Mr. Dennis P. Kimbrough. What Makes the Great Great Strategies for Extraordinary Achievement by Mr. Dennis Kimbrough What does it take to be beaten but not broken to be victorious but not boastful to strive and contend for the prize and to win it honestly or lose it graciously to use every resource within your disposal Courage lies at the core of success. The lowest Ebb wrote Henry Wadsworth Longfellow, 19th century American poet, is the turn of the tide. Write on the doors the saying wise and old, be bold, be bold, everywhere, be bold. All the great works of the world have been accomplished by courage. And it's it's the world's greatest victories are always born in the face of defeat. Failure wins no victory over such men and women. A great deal of talent is lost in the world for the want of a little courage. Each day, men and women go to their grades unnoticed because timidity prevented them from making an honest effort. If only they could have been induced to begin, they would in all probability have gone far in their chosen career. To accomplish anything worthwhile, you must not stand back thinking only of danger and what might have been. Yea, though i walk through the valley of the shadow of death i will fear no evil all achievers have seen their worst fears realized but like a prize fighter battered bloody but still fighting they come to the realization i've taken the worst beating the world has to offer and yet i still stand i know everything there is to know about the downside of life at that moment they have crossed the line beyond fear and freed from fear they have fought back, furiously, deliberately, without compromise, without hesitation. The winner finds undiscovered reserves of courage within. The course of history has been changed by men and women willing to dare, and those daring enough to do. Life is a breathtaking adventure, but it is also a struggle. Every winner has scars. Courage requires ambition audacity and an unflagging will to succeed it demands a drive to be different it means scraping and escaping the barnacles of old ideas it takes a spirit that welcomes nonconformity, filled with a zeal and exuberance and an ardor for the uncertain courage is the result of not giving up of carrying on despite problems of time place or circumstance courage begets the determination to succeed in a particular area of life despite a mountain of apparently insurmountable obstacles. Courage to accept a difficult and disagreeable circumstance may be the the beginning of the breakthrough to freedom. You hear it all the time, the clang and clatter of those trembling and trepid souls who regularly remind you it can't be done, and we've never done it that way. But you know this to be true. That no great plan is accomplished without overcoming endless obstacles which test the metal of your determination and the endurance of faith the man or woman who wins may have been counted out several times but he or she didn't hear the referee suppose columbus had allowed himself to be disheartened by much wiser more seasoned sailors suppose moses had chose to Be the son of Pharaoh's daughter had chosen to be the son of Pharaoh's daughter rather than the liberator of his race. Uh, Suppose Nat Turner would have turned back in fear. Suppose Nelson Mandela had yielded to the threats of apartheid, and suppose 250,000 tireless marchers would have been reluctant to exchange tired feet for tired souls on that 1963 steamy hot August day in the nation's capital. Not only would the stream of history have been changed. But what a loss it would have been to the dignity of mankind. What does it take? You be the judge. It takes the power of an inner force to live life on your terms and not someone else's. It takes a tinge of spirituality to build and forge positive relationships in the face of discouragement, hatred, violence, and despair. It takes the to avoid toxic people, the complainers, the resigners, the shoulder strugglers, those shoulder strugglers. Those individuals who would rather ask for help than help themselves it takes true grit and metal to end the cycle of poverty and dependence and complacency that occurs too frequently in our inner cities it takes nerve black children to stand and deliver to excel and surpass as you turn a deaf ear to poor scholastic expectations it takes heroism black man to stand firm through thick and thin to keep the family together no matter what and reverse the tide of single-parent households. What does it take? It takes the first peg on the profile of the achiever. It takes a ripple of daring. Moses found his rod a serpent until he took it by the tail. And if we face our challenges boldly, our greatest liabilities will become our most cherished assets. Look at Harriet Tubman reading and advertising in the Southern Newspaper. $5,000 five thousand dollars we paid for the head of a runaway slave woman by the governor of South Carolina behold her again a vigilante mob replete with bloodhounds and hangman's noose is on, is hot on her trail see her calmly and unflinchingly return to the same state to transport hundreds of slaves to freedom's safe harbor she was said she was have she was to have said in William Lloyds garrison's liberator let there be no mistake for this I will not equivocate I will not excuse, nor will I retreat a single inch until the last slave breathes free. How could fear prevail against such a resolute will? It takes the heart of a little David and the faith of a Moses, a woman called Black Moses. With the coming of each new day, John Lucas's life is a testament to the powers of redemption. When he broke into professional basketball in 1976, he was the first college player selected by the National Basketball Association draft. He seemed to have a lock lock on fame and fortune. Instead, Lucas moved through nine teams in the league and failed two drug tests. The turnaround came in March of 1986, when Lucas missed a practice with the Houston Rockets, failed a drug test, and was released by the team. He immediately went to a cocaine binge that left him shoeless and soaked with urine on the streets of Houston. Days later, he checked himself in for treatment for the fifth time. This time, it worked. The former Maryland University great still keeps the red and white tennis shoes he forgot to wear on his last night of drug binging. Lucas does not like to be called a role model, yet for many talented athletes who have fallen to the abyss of drug abuse, he is a hero. Someone who had the courage to climb back out. During one of his frequent high school talks, he was asked what it takes. It takes the mental courage to pick up the shattered pieces, hold on, dig deep, and make it through another day. It took a driving wheel for Anna Mae Bullock, Tina Turner, to endure the rags to riches life of an abused pop idol. On the first leg of a national tour, she finally walked away from a shaky marriage with nothing more than 36 cents and a gasoline credit card. Thus began the slow trek back from marital violence to freedom, independence, and worldwide superstardom that only courage could bring. It took guts for Arleta, Cookie Johnson just to stand. To stand by her husband, basketball great Magic Johnson, is our need. To stand in opposition to the medical community with his faithless facts. And to stand up to the tabloids as they try to splash her with their mud. To this precious black woman, courage is both a gift and a reward that allows you to enjoy because you have fought, rest because you have labored, and reap because you have sown. I do not fear life without my husband, she explains while fighting back tears. If God is for you... Who can be against you? It took something deep within for Cornel West to pen the bestseller, Race Matters. In little th- more than 100 pages, the Harvard-trained scholar eloquently challenges black leadership to seek moral high ground as it searches for answers to the troubled black experience. The gift, desired most in times of peace and in war, he reveals during the Sunday church service, is a steadfast soul. A constant struggle, a ceaseless battle to bring success from inhospitable surroundings, is the price of all great achievements. The man or woman who has not fought his or her way up up to his own loaf and who does not bear the scars of desperate conflict does not know how, does not know, does not know the highest meaning of courage. At his first meeting with Branch Rickey, Jackie Robinson was lectured by the Brooklyn Dodgers president on the abuse he, was, he would face. Taunts, bean balls, Jim Crow accommodations. Are you looking for a Negro who's afraid to fight back? A Robinson asked. I'm looking for a ball player with guts enough not to fight back, Ricky replied. Robinson, who had been court-martialed for refusing to move to the back of a segregated army bus, had plenty of guts, and in 1947 he took the first step towards erasing modern baseball's color line when he joined a Dodgers minor league affiliate in Montreal. He was such an accomplished athlete that even even if he had been white, this would have rated headlines. This articulated and disciplined infielder was an athletic genius who broke the National Junior College broad jump record, then became UCLA's first four-sport letterman in baseball, basketball, football, and track. He was playing in the Negro Leagues when one of Ricky's scouts spotted him. Still, as Robinson's first season loomed, the question remained, could he take the heat and make the majors? Much more than his own career was riding on the answer. Mary Ann Wright, known to thousands of Oakland, California residents as Mother Wright, prepares and distributes hundreds of food bags for the needy people. Mother Wright says that the Lord's voice woke her up one day and told her to go feed the hungry. Such a simple act of kindness would paralyze others with fear. Using her $236 social security check, she bought, cooked, and distributed food to indigent people in a nearby park. Since then, she has arrived. She served hot meals each Sunday, rain or shine, to Oakland's homeless population. The Lord has always shown me a way, Mother Wright confesses. I tell my volunteers to fix plates just like they would for themselves. The homeless are no less than you and me. As the sculptor thinks only of the dove imprisoned in the marble block, nature cares only for the soul of the man or woman confined within the human being. The sculptor would chip off the unnecessary pieces of stone to set the bird free. Nature, in turn, will chip away on us unceasingly to bring out our possibilities. Every day of his life, William H. Gray III takes blocks of granite and chisels them into the fine works of art. An executive director of the United Negro College Fund, Gary widens the doors of education for thousands of black college hopefuls. Wealth is nothing. Fame is nothing. Character is everything. He exhorts with the fever of a southern preacher. Though these generous gifts were in... We, we, through these generous gifts, we are in the character-building business. And who should no better than he. At the pinnacle of his career and in line to become the first black Speaker of the House of Representatives, Gary had to be bold as he shunned both power and prestige to direct the UNCF. If he was apprehensive with his new move, he sh- he didn't show it. His parting words to the Congressional colleagues, knowledge begins when we face our biggest fears. It takes courage to be outvoted, beaten, laughed at, scoffed, ridiculed, derided, Misunderstood and misjudged. It takes courage to do your duty in silence and obscurity while others prosper and grow famous as they neglect sacred obligations. It takes courage to unmask your true self, to show your blemishes to a condemning world. It takes courage to march into hell for a heavenly cause. See, Dolores Tucker's campaign against vile, violent gangster rap music offers a clear view of the, her convictions. At the shareholders' meeting of Tom Warner, she were she, the world's largest entertainment conglomerate. Tucker, the daughter of a Baptist minister, rose from the audience and challenged the corporation's executives to stop dumping trashy, hateful images and lyrics on the minds of young Americans. When a senior-level corporate official inter, inter, interrupted her remarks and asked in a condescending tone, "Who invited you to this meeting?" Tucker shot back, "Truth and decency did." Ooh, that girl, that's, that that later was serious. You cannot keep a courageous woman from success. Place stumbling blocks on her path and she will use them as stepping stones. And use them, she will climb to greatness. Whether you agree with her politics or not, there are no more interesting pages in biographies than those that record the life of Jocelyn Elders. Few have come so far from so far back. Surgeon General Elders understood the link between health and poverty like no one in Washington, D.C. She had, been t- she had seen too many pregnant 11 year olds and too many at age 17 with two children she was born in a shack in rural Arkansas and lived with seven siblings without running water or electricity from age 6 young Minnie Lee her name given at birth stopped, slopped hogs stripped sugarcane, and picked cotton her strong work ethic and Christian roots helped her climb from poverty through Arkansas segregated medical societies Despite negative accounts, Dr. Ellis is an accomplished scientist and professor and one of the few board certified uh, pediatric inrinologists in the South. She has delivered more than 20,000 babies and authored more than 150 scholarly papers. The words "healthcare are emblazoned upon her heart, and neither reputation, ridicule, threats, ostracism, position, nor politics will block her from carrying her message forward. And where will you find an illustration more impressive than Vanessa Williams? She is the first woman of color to ever adorn the crown of Miss America. Gifted, dignified, and possessing irresistible good looks, Vanessa had never, was never greater than when she stood face-to-face with uh, uh, with the stodgy pageant's executive committee, who asked her to step down in order to preserve the pristine image of the title she bore. A few uncompromising photographs may have scarred her, suggest- her judgment But not her self respect Difficulties Call out great qualities That make success possible She said with her head held high Remember it's a stiff wind That allows the eagle to soar higher A mouse that scurried near the home Of a magician was kept in such Constant distress by fear It's fear of a cat that the magician Taking pity on the tiny creature Turned it into a cat itself Immediately it began to suffer From its fear of a dog So the magician transformed it into a dog. Then it began to suffer from fear of a tiger. Consequently, the magician turned turned it into the tiger. Then it began to suffer from fear of a hunter. Finally, the magician said in disgust, be a mouse again. As long as you think like a mouse and act like a mouse, it's impossible for you to be anything more noble. There are turbulent economic times, layoffs, mergers, Acquisitions, cutbacks, downsizing. Our mental outlook facilitates daily between hope and frustration. What will it take for you to find your special place and fulfill it? What will it take for you to pick through the smoldering ruins of your dreams? For you, what, how much of your talent is being wasted for wanted or little boldness? When, cre- when crestfallen and infected with the disease of self-pity, what will it take for someone to arise, take you, take you up, take you up like a mini show? Oh, that'd be dope. Uh, but what will it take for you to rise, take up your bed, and walk? Samuel Smiles, who wrote the first success book entitled *Self Help* in 1859, said that we always learn more from our failures than from our successes. We often discover what we will do. By finding out what we'll what what we what we'll not do. And he who never made a mistake has never known the thrill of actually turning, a, uh, turning a, a parent loss into a game. Never hide your talents. If you remain silent, you will be forgotten. If you fail to advance, you will fall back. If you bow before a challenge, your self-esteem will forever be scarred. And if you cease to grow, death is inevitable. Be certain nothing will happen to you that you are not equipped to handle just as just as any gem is polished by friction you'll become more valuable through your adversities if one door is closed another one will be made available what will it take for you to lead when you're used to being led the race does it does not always ask favor or does not always favor the swift the battle does not always reward the strong so, too, is this race of life. Distance alone does not determine the prize. We must take into action the roadblocks, the challenges, the iniquities, and circumstances. What will it take to shun yesterday's failure, to turn your back on hatred and stuff I did? Um, what will it take to shun yesterday's failures, to turn your back on hatred and animosity, no matter how much injustice you have tasted? To finally unlock the door to fortune and success. It will take the C word. That gift of a word that separates the victor from the victim. It takes courage. A quick word from our sponsor. They told me, you're not going to make it. For Bessie Pender, this day in late August figured to be much like every other day she had spent at Larrymore Elementary School in Norfolk, Virginia, over the past 17 years. The floors had to be mopped, shelves dusted, and more than a dozen offices cleaned. She opened the classroom door and was shocked by what she saw. Chairs turned upside down, desks upended, books, papers, pencils, and glue spilled everywhere. Bessie threw up her hands and said to herself, Lord, enough. I can't take it anymore. Then the question begged asking, do I want to clean these rooms or do I want to teach in these rooms? This was the day that Bessie Pender would change her life forever. She would become a teacher. Two months later, Bessie applied to Old Dominion University in her hometown seeking a degree in education. She was 38 years old and strapped for cash. Once accepted, she began a killer schedule that lasted seven years, morning classwork ODU, and then, that afternoon, she would change into her green custodian uniform, grab a mop, bucket, and rags, and start her eight-hour shift. Nearly exhausted, she would return to her bread-brick single-story home, where she would feed and tend to her husband, Ben, and their 18-year-old daughter. Many times, Bessie heated meals that had been prepared the previous weekend, Each night, it seemed, her books became her pillow. And during finals, she would go without sleep. After an instructor told her she would make a terrible teacher, Bessie entertained thoughts of quitting. In college, some of my professors told me, you're not going to make it, she recalled. I got a D in geography in my first semester, and I felt like a loser. But the love and encouragement of family and friends kept her on course. My mom and dad were so supportive, especially my father. He drove me to school and to work every day until his health began to decline. Sometimes he would sacrifice his entire Social Security check to pay for my tuition. With only a semester to go before graduation, Bessie's fortitude would be tested one last time. About with emphysema, left her father two weeks to attend her graduation. She bought her cap and gown two weeks before the ceremony and, carrying a rolled-up fake diploma, wore the outfit on a visit to a sickbed. In a twist of fate. He died a month after she graduated. She was the first in her family of six to do so. It was Bessie's stubborn refusal to surrender her dream and rock-like courage that most impressed recruiters. Coleman, placed elementary school principal, Jean Tomlinson interviewed three teachers for the same job. All were fresh out of college, but in Tomlinson's eyes, Bessie had the enthusiasm and determination to achieve. Anyone who works that hard to get something, her principal suggests, is going to make it. And Bessie still works hard. Each morning at eight, she arrives at Coleman Place, half an hour earlier than required. By nine thirty, as the children start to file in, Bessie is waiting in the doorway, ready, ready to give each a hug. Though she now earns more than twice her custodian salary of ten thousand six hundred fifty dollars, she has forgotten where she she hasn't forgotten where she came from. At the end of the day, she has her fifth-grade class wash the blackboard, empty the waste baskets, and place their chairs on their desks. Nor is she likely to forget what she learned on the way to becoming a teacher, a lesson she now passes on to her pupils. I tell them, greatness is buried within their hearts, but they must muster the courage to mine it out. A quick word from our sponsor. Don't just buy black, decorate black. ERGJ Black Bazaar is the Afrocentric marketplace and we specialize in urban home decor. Anything from shower sets to wall tapestries to debate cover sets, you can decorate your entire home with original black art inspired gifts. Check us out at www.ergjblackbazaar.com www.ergjblackbazaar.com ERGJ Black Bazaar, the Afrocentric Marketplace. We make group economics easy. Just cut it out. The inspirational writer Napoleon Hill devoted his life to sharing the philosophy of individual achievement with millions of aspiring men and women. As a young man, he had the ambition to, to become a writer. Toward that end, Hill saved his money and bought the finest, most complete dictionary available. All the words he would ever need were in that book and Hill meant that to master them all. But he did something quite strange. He turned the word impossible and with his penknife clipped it out of the dictionary and threw it away. As he stated on several occasions, he then had a reference book that was void of any negative concepts. There, thereafter, He'll built his entire career on the premise that nothing is impossible to the man or woman who wants to succeed in a big way. I'm not suggesting that you cut the word impossible out of your dictionary, but I certainly suggest that you cut it out from your mind. Eliminate it from your conversation. Drop it from your thoughts. Erase it from your attitude. Remember these words. Instead, nothing is impossible for he that believes. Rise above fear. Aim high when pursuing the riches that life has to offer. Remember that you live in a land of opportunities where no one is limited in either scope or nature as to the wealth he or she may acquire, provided he or she is willing to give adequate value in return. Successful people do not bargain with life for poverty or death, uncertainty or failure. They know there is a force through which life may be made to pay off on their terms. This power is known to all achievers. The next time you get hung up on being needlessly stifled by fear, reconsider The stories within this lesson, success will knock at your door when you display the courage to be honest, the courage to resist temptation, the courage to speak the truth, the courage to be who you really are, and the courage to live honestly within your means and not dishonestly upon the means of others. Free yourself of the change stamped, I can't, and you will be able to achieve the desires of your heart. You can do anything if you believe you can. Easy? Of course not. Nothing in life worth achieving is easy. Can you pull it off? Yes, but you will never know unless you try and keep trying. Those who are willing to lose rarely do. Here are 12 essential elements that have guided the success of General Colin Powell. Use them as a daily guide. They will fuel your ability to stand courageously in the face of all obstacles. Pay close attention to his final rule. Colin Powell's rule. Rule number one. It ain't as bad as you think. Things will look better in the morning. Rule number two, get mad, then get over it. Rule number three, avoid having your ego so close to your position that when your position falls, your ego goes with it. Rule number four, it can be done. Rule number five, be careful what you choose. You may get it. Rule number six, don't allow adverse facts to stand in the way of of a good direction. Rule number seven, check small things. Rule number eight, share the credit. Rule number nine, you can't make someone else's choices. You shouldn't allow someone else to make yours. Rule number 10, remain calm, be kind. Rule number 11, develop a vision, be demanding. Rule number 10, don't take the counsel of your fears or naysayers. It's the New Black Wall Street Book Club, where black folk do read. If you put in a book, we absolutely will find it. I'm your host, ERGJ, your certified financial educator, and we invite you to join the Black Billionaires Club. Get connected with brothers and sisters who are serious about winning with money, serious about success, and super serious about helping you to accomplish your goals and to build your dreams. Check out the website at www.TheBlackBillionetsClub.com www.TheBlackBillionetsClub.com You can find that link in the description above or below. Make a decision to change the rest of your life. We'd ask that you would subscribe and support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help us sustain future episodes, to improve financial literacy within our community, and ultimately to help us to build the School of Wealth, to build an institution that will teach the next generation about money and your small monthly contribution can make all the difference. Well it says well we want to say thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the New Black Wall Street Book Club. And we want you to remember this that it takes a village and it starts with us. Let's build as we climb together. We all we got people, and thank God that that's more than enough. Until next episode, you know what time it is. Mr. DJ, hit the music. New, new, new black, new, it's the New Black Wall
0: Street Book Club. Wall Street. With your host, Evan Jefferson. Evan Jefferson. It's time for us to go. Yeah. Now, you mm-hmm. ain't got to a the computer, but we encourage you to get out there and learn and apply all the things you learn at the New Black Wall Street. Book club, book club <laughs> Yeah New Black Wall Street